Jane Tobos, always starring Jericho's. Welcome to the Ginto Bros Podcast. My name is Car Ginto, and here with me today is Kendall Ginto. Ayo. And this podcast is for the politically incorrect, ignorant, or downright stupid commentary by the Ginto Bros and the few that roll with us. Well, here tonight, uh, just us, the Ginto Bros. No Jericho Belmonte, our regular special guest, but that's all good, because uh, Ginto Bros will just be fine. Um, We're doing a special episode. Special episode. There's uh, huge events for us on the weekend. There's UFC 223. There's NXT, WWE NXT TakeOver New Orleans. And WWE WrestleMania 34. Yeah. So for this episode, we'll just preview the entire uh, events and their cards and discuss and predict the winners of each uh, event and matchup. So I guess we'll get started on UFC 223. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be Khabib Nurmagomedov versus... What's this fucking guy's name? Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson. I don't like that guy, but sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's made of ended now by Khabib versus Max Holloway, which is the featherweight champion. So it'll be for the lightweight championship or interim, right? No, undisputed. Undisputed. Yes. So basically, uh, Tony Ferguson got injured. He's a undisputed lightweight champion right now. So he got injured, and Max Holloway stepped in to uh, challenge Khabib. Yeah, on six day notice. On a six on six days notice. Um, and now it's for the belt, so therefore Tony Ferguson is getting stripped of his belt, and they're putting that up for, for this main event. Um, well, we'll start off from the bottom of the card, and then we'll work our way up and predict the main event. So for the preliminary card, which is on UFC Fight Pass, we got a featherweight featherweight battle: Sabit Magomed Sharapov, Jesus Christ, versus Kyle. <laughs> Bokniak. Uh I've seen Kyle Bokniak fight, so I'm going for him. What about you, Ken? Uh, well, I don't know any of those guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll just go by whatever their... There's odds, right? Whatever the record is, or the momentum they have. Right. Going to it. Um... This is great radio. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing the full card, that's why. Um, I'll that go I sent you the, the other list. guy. That, where are you going? Zabit? Zabit, he's on a... Yeah, he's on a... T- yeah, he hasn't... He's on like a... 10-fight winning streak. And he's 2-0 and in the UFC. And I think the other guy lost his first... He's 1-1 one one in the UFC. So I'll go with this... Uh, this guy over here, Zabit Mago Meshiripov. <laughs> okay, next bout is light heavyweight Devin Clark versus Mike Rodriguez. I'm going for Devin Clark because he actually has a Wikipedia page and Mike Rodriguez doesn't. <laughs> Just based on that. Yeah, I'll go with that too. Uh, next Pro- up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, next let's, up, let's go. it's a women's flyweight. Beck Rollins versus Ashley Evans-Smith. Uh, these girls are, like, they're not the greatest 
uh, fighters right now. But yeah, then I'll, I'll have the best records. I'll go for Beck Rawlings because she's decent, and Ashley Evan Smith seems like she doesn't win at all since she got into the UFC. So I'll go for yeah, Beck. They Rollins. both have bad records, so it's kind of a kind of a pick em fight. Um, but I'll go with Beck Rollins because she's a gamer. She's she likes the brawls. So yeah. And the uh, main event for the preliminary card on Fight Pass got featherweight Alex Caceres versus Artem Lobov. Yeah, I'm going to go Alex Caceres because he's uh, Bruce Leroy and he's an exciting fighter. So I got him. Artem Lobov is uh, Conrad Gregor's training partner. So I don't know. Really yeah, he's like a just a brawler too. Doesn't really have a good record. He's four, 14 and 14. <laughs> terrible so he's a 500 guy which is not good in basketball standpoint it may like make the playoffs in the east but like in terms of ufc it's uh it's, it's not pretty, a good record that's a pretty bad, as many losses as, as you do wins. yeah so i'll go with uh, bruce leroy alex caceres okay for next bout preliminary card on fox sports we got lightweight evan dunham versus olivier on mercier I'm going for Olivier. He's Canadian, right? So yeah, I gotta, he is. Uh, I'll go for him. Man, you, Evan Dunham used to be good. I remember, like, yeah, he used he to be like a, a, a prospect, like, uh, yeah, he was like a big comer, yeah. And then, like, ever since he like lost to Sean Shirk, who <laughs> afterwards just disappeared too, yeah, or retired secretly, um, yeah, it just wasn't the same. He kind of just like back and forth, wins and losses. Um, but yeah, I'll go with Olivier, go with the Canadian boy. I think he's on a streak right now, and I think he almost won. I think he was a finalist in the tough, that tough season. Yeah. What else? Canada versus Australia. So yeah, I'll go with Olivier. Then Mercy. Next up, lightweight Joe Lozon versus Chris Grutzenmaker, whatever. <laughs> I'll go for Joe Lozon because he's been a fighter for a long time and he has uh, since I was in high school so I'll go for him he's a veteran yeah I'll go Joe Lozon I think he's like fan favorite and he's is he like a fight bonus king right now yeah but he's he kind of loses a lot too but still yeah um, he's uh, tied with um, Nate Diaz for post fight bonus awards in UFC history yeah with 15 yeah, he's also up and down. I think he's kind of like... On like, the tail end of his career. Tail end, and he's kind of like a gatekeeper. Like, if a unknown or up-and-comer beats him, you kind of get some sort of notoriety and tougher matchups yeah. after beating him. So. Okay, next matchup, flyweight bout. Ray Borg versus Brandon Moreno. Yeah, Moreno. I'll go for Ray Borg. Uh, he's fought for the title before. I mean, no one could beat um, Mighty Mouse right now, but that's fine. Ray Borg, uh, he didn't do well against him, but then he's still pretty good. So we'll go for Ray Borg. Um, let's see. Ray Borg just lost to Demetrius by yeah. on bar. And Brandon Marino just lost to Sergio Pettis. Uh, oh, man, this one's a tough one. I might go with. I might go with Brandon Marino, just because he just lost by decision, and Reborg. 
loss by an armbar, but yeah, definitely um, kind of hard to bounce back from the title title loss. So I'll go with the the younger Brandon Marino. Okay, main event for the Fox Sports prelim card. We got women's straw weight. Carolina Kovkevich versus Felice Herrig. I'm going for Carolina. She almost knocked out um, uh, Joanna that one round when they fought. And she's pretty skilled still, even though she's lost a bit. But yeah, I'll go for Carolina. And I don't really like Felice Herrig at all. She's kind of boring. So I'll go for Carolina. Yeah, I think they're both on a kind of win streak. I think Felice Herrig is on like a four-fight winning streak. Yeah, she But all of, all of hers has been like kind of like decisions, like back and forth. Like close decisions, um, and yeah, um, Carolina. Actually, no, Carolina just won once, but she was on two fighters. But yeah, I like her stand up. If she can keep it standing, she'll have a chance of winning, and like I'll strike her. But if Felice takes it to the ground, I don't know how Carolina's uh, ground game is. But if we're talking about just outpointings. If if this ends up just being a decision outpointing someone, I would go with Carolina. I would take her. Yeah. Over Heron. Okay, so moving on to the main card, which is pay per view. Well, we have lightweight Al Iquinta versus Paul Felder. I have Al Iquinta. He doesn't fight a lot because really he doesn't need to because he's a a real estate agent. But whenever he does fight, it's very exciting, and. Yeah, I'll go for him. Yeah, I'll go with I'll go for him too. Actually, yeah, I really like him. He's a uh, kind of just says whatever he wants. He has like no filter. Yeah, and just like <laughs> makes just kind of get, gets into like UFC and like Dana White skin. Just says what he wants. And, yeah, but he's actually he actually backs it up. Like that knockout over Diego Sanchez was was ridiculous. Yeah, and Paul Felder, I think he's just kind of. I think he's kind of uh, on some sort of winning streak. He's on a three-fight winning streak. Oh, and he's, they're all stoppage too, but... Um, yeah, I'd have to give the edge to Ally and Quinta. Just because I think he has... He's more well-rounded. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so next bout is another lightweight bout between Michael Chiesa versus Anthony Showtime Pettis. Ooh. I don't really think Kies is good at all, so and I still like Anthony. He was lightweight champ, but he showed that he has weaknesses. Even though he does, I don't think Kies is good enough to beat him, so I got Anthony Pettis for that. I'm actually going the opposite. I think Anthony Pettis is in his I think Anthony Pettis is in a like down downward spiral. I don't think he's or he's kinda of just up and down, but I think he's past his prime already. Um, I'd rather go. Yeah, I think if Kiesa takes him down, I think he's submitting him. Really? Yeah, I think it, once he gets it, it, I think he's just gonna dominate on the ground if he takes him down, and then it'll just be like pretty much fighting fighting hands until he gets the rear naked choke. Yeah, I don't think Kiesa's yeah. that good on the ground, even though that's a specialty. But sure. I think it will. I don't think. I don't think Anthony Pettis is. 
at at the level he was against uh, winning the title against Ben Henderson anymore. I think he kind of lost it. Sure. Yeah. All right. So next bout, featherweight, Hinata Moicano versus Calvin Katar. I got Moicano. No reason at all. Just picking him. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about Kevin Qatar. Um, yeah, Moicano just lost to Brian Ortega well, last year yeah. by beating Choke, but that's his only, that's his first and only loss, so I think he's the favorite, so I'd go with him. Yeah. Okay, next up, championship women's strawweight battle. Champion Rose Namajunas versus Joanna Jinjacek. So Rose Namajunas was an underdog their last battle, and she's an underdog again. But then in the first fight, she knocked Joanna out. Surprise! First round in the first round. But even though that happened, I'm still going for Joanna. I think she just underestimated Rose. And. Uh, yeah, I'm going for Joanna. Uh, I I I, I kind of picked the opposite. I think Rose is just gonna retain it. I think Rose is kind of. I think she's just one of those like stylistically. I think she's one of the, she's like Joanna's kryptonite, just like a few others, like how John Jones is Cormier's kryptonite, or like Jose Aldo is a uh, or. Max Holiday is Joe. It was Jose Aldo's kryptonite kind of thing. Like I think they just can't beat them. Right. Yeah, and she like dominated. Like this girl, like Joanna's been dominated for like how many, how many years? How many fights for like three years maybe? And the, Rose comes out of nowhere and just knocks her out in the first round. Yeah. And it wasn't even like a back and forth. Like she just dominated from beginning to like the end so i got rose defending it sure sure yeah okay so we got a lightweight for the main event of the entire card again we got lightweight championship on the line khabib normagomedov Made versus featherweight champion max holloway for the ufc 155 championship i hate khabib style i get that he wins all the time and he's very dominant but I want Max Holloway to win. I don't need no. I don't want like boring wrestlers as champions. So I got Max Holloway, just out of emotion. Yeah. Um. I'll like dig deep into this. I say I wouldn't count Max Holloway out. Um. Just because if he could use his height and reach and keep it standing, I think he has a chance. Maybe cat uh, catching Khabib and. Um, maybe TKOing him or knocking him out, but once if uh once Khabib like takes him down, like if he takes him down like within seconds of the match starting, I think it's gonna be a long long night for Max Holiday Holloway. So I think if it ends up going to the later rounds and Khabib just keeps taking him down, taking him down, I have Khabib winning by United's decision, but I definitely am not counting Max Holloway out. I, I just think Khabib's wrestling is just one of the best in that division. Um, maybe even like 
probably like top five in UFC right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is Max Holloway's first fight in 155, and he's taking it six day notice. So I'm not too sure how how good his cardio is going to be in the later rounds if he does get smothered. Yeah. If he gets taken to the ground, so I have Khabib winning it. Even though I I think he's a boring fighter, I'd rather see him against Ferguson, because I think Ferguson has more weapons. If he does get taken down and he has submissions, he has a submission game to be able to kind of um, give uh, Khabib a scare on the ground. But yeah, I, I had to take Khabib for this one. All right. So that's the end of uh, the preview for UFC 223. So the next event we're previewing is WWE NXT TakeOver New Orleans. So first bout of the evening is a grudge match between Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. So the background of this is Gargano and Ciampa used to be a tag team. Used to be a tag team and Ciampa turned on them. And uh, basically, Chomp has been haunting Gargano's singles career since then. And um, yeah, so any cost in the title match on NXT not too long ago. So it's an unsanctioned match. Gargano lost his job in storyline against Andrade Almas. So this is considered unsanctioned, but really it's just a regular match that's kind of a... No holds barred or street fight, whatever. But yeah, I'm going for Johnny Gargano on this one. Kendall. Yeah, I think it's I think it's potential for um, match of the night. Uh, I just think it's uh, yeah, if Gargano wins, he's reinstated to NXT, so I, it's kind of obvious that he's yeah he's gonna win because if not, then that'd just be stupid. He's can't fight. In NXT or kind of anywhere. Yeah, well, but if he does lose, he's obviously going to the main roster, I think. And it's a good. It'll be if Champa do, does win. Champa does win. It it makes sense too because he's coming back from an injury and like it doesn't make sense for him to come off a loss, to come back to a loss. True. I I guess it's not really. It's not really unless they want to. Uh, Unless they want to do like, if they wanted both of them in the main roster, I guess it it doesn't. I guess it doesn't make sense for Gargano to win because I guess he could technically just go to the main roster and then Chopper could just follow afterwards or follow him. Yeah. Just like how Owens and Zayn are kind of like the same path; they always follow each other. Yeah. To the main roster from or like from Raw and to SmackDown and beforehand they both kind of came into NXT or. Yeah, NXT at the same time. So, uh, yeah, I think I think Gargano's going to win, but I can see either way. Like, I can see possibilities for, for how it plays out yeah. after, the ma- after the outcome of the match. Right. Okay, so next match is for the inaugural NXT North American Championship. And it's a ladder match for that belt. So we got Adam Cole versus Ichi 3 versus Killian Dane versus Lars Sullivan versus Ricochet 
versus the Velveteen Dream. So for me, I got Adam Cole winning this. He's basically the top tier NXT superstar that is kind of playing a mid-card role for this match. But yeah, I think he they need a big star to hold this belt just to establish it that is in it is important. And this is the debut for EC3 and Ricochet on the main roster. Not main roster, the main NXT card. Um, so this is their first belt since signing to NXT. Uh, the only other person I think winning would be um, EC3. Just because I think they want um, a heel or a bad guy to hold the belt. Even though EC3 does get cheered, he has heel antics. Which is like he's super cocky, so yeah, Adam Cole at EC three, but uh Adam Cole's my pick for this. Yeah, um I don't know. Just cause Adam Cole is uh he's doing double duty in this card, I just don't see him winning the North American championship if cause I don't see authors of pain or Rod Roderick Strong or Pete Dunne winning the take team titles from them. So I think they're going to retain that, which I'm getting ahead of myself. So I don't really see the need for him to also have the North American championship. Um, I think it would I think it would either... I, I would rather see EC3 win it, kind of become a heel from that, or heelish, and then he'll have more challenger possibilities. But my like dark horse for this match would be Velveteen Dream, because he's hot right now. Just because yeah, he's hot right now. He's start off as heel, but he's becoming a fan favorite in mm-hmm. NXT, and yeah. he's uh, yeah, he's young. He's like the future. Um, I don't see him coming for the main NXT Championship title yeah. anytime soon. So it makes sense just to give him the um, North American Championship, kind of like how. Uh, Randy Savage had was in the intercontinental picture for his career. Yeah, for his career, or like during that time when Hulk Hogan was on top. Yeah, and then he was kind of just feeding with like the Steamboats, like Ultimate Warrior, like all those guys. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of see him playing that kind of role in NXT, just a just like a top mid card guy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I would have my favorite would be EC3 winning it with. Dark coat, like not being surprised if Velveteen Dream surprises everyone and takes that yeah. championship. All right, uh, next match is a th- triple threat tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championship, and is also the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Trophy match. So we got a uh, undisputed era, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Bobby Fish was uh, is originally the tag partner of Kyle O'Reilly, but he got injured. So yeah, Adam Cole is double dutying, so he has two matches for this card. Yeah, they're kind of doing the um, Freebirds rule, which is like if you're in a group or trio, everybody can defend the belt. So yeah, we got Undisputed Era, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, the champions versus Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. So I see Undisputed Era uh, winning this belt or retaining this belt because I think Authors of Pain 
are going up to the main roster soon. And Roger Strong and Pete Dunne are just the new uh, put-together tag teams, tag team as single wrestlers. And it doesn't really make sense for them to win unless they really want to keep them together. Yeah, so I got an Undisputed Era retaining. Yeah, I think that's yeah, it's my same prediction. Undisputed Era retaining. Authors Pain probably going to move up. Um, Roger Strong, I think he might just be a, like a 205 live mainstay. Yeah, I think they're just going to move him up because he's already fought everyone in the main roster. He's already fought for pretty much every title <laughs> in NXT. In NXT, yeah. Yeah, and he didn't. He was unsuccessful. So yeah, I think he's just going to go 205 live just because he was that impressive in there and they need more people. Yeah. More exciting people. And then Pete Dunne, uh, yeah, I'm not too sure what they're going to do with the UK title, but... Yeah, well, the UK titles for was supposed to be for their UK show. Yeah. Well, I think that's coming soon because they created a new title, for the, which is the North American title. Yeah. So I think the plan to for this UK show to be established is coming soon, which is kind of why he, they're probably going to lose uh, that tag team match. So. Is, is that just going to be considered separate to NXT or kind of like its own like 205 Live Yeah, show? it's just going to basically be another TV show. But then just for UK stars. Okay. So yeah, so yeah, there's no point of seeing strong and done winning the take titles. Yeah. So yeah, Undisputed Era is retaining the titles. So next matchup is for the singles mat is a singles championship match for the NXT Women's Championship. We got champion Ember Moon versus challenger Shayna Baszler. So I got Shayna Baszler winning. In an upset because I think Ember Moon's moving up to the main roster after this. We already have seen she's been in NXT for a long time and she's a lot better than basically everyone in NXT when it comes to total package and performance. And we already seen her dabble into the main roster at Royal Rumble. And there's a yeah, there's potential there. Just bringing up more women from NXT to the main roster. So I got Shayna winning this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to go Shayna as well. I think there's... Um, yeah, Ember Moon's pretty much done everything in NXT. Like, she's... She's... Uh, became the contender for a title. She was unsuccessful many times. Uh, once Asuka moved up to the main roster, she won the title, the vacant title. And then she's already fought all the big names in NXT. Yeah. And yeah, she already made an appearance on the main roster kind of in like the Royal Rumble, women's Royal Rumble match. So yeah, I think it's time to give give the reins to um, the newer uh, women's wrestlers in NXT. And plus, they're probably, they're probably adding more of the main young classic competitors there yeah. that can fight for the title. More storylines for them. Give them more opportunity. So yeah, I got Shayna Baszler winning it. Um, it ended up being like 1-1 in their series, but they'll probably do a like a rematch in one of their NXT shows, uh, TV shows. Yeah. And yeah, Shayna's probably just going to retain it again. So yeah, Shayna Baszler will, is a, will become the new women's champion. Okay, final match, main event. We have our singles match for the NXT Championship. Champion Andrade Cien Amas 
with Selena Vega versus Aleister Black. This is similar to Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler. I feel Almas is going to be moving up to the main roster because main roster they need a Latin Mexican star to headline their Mexican tours uh, since they lost Alberto Del Rio and their luchadors aren't really that marketable when it comes to look and speaking and Selena and Andre Jody are hot right now and I just feel that uh, Aleister Black's gonna win and just run NXT for a bit while Andrade moves up to the main roster and w once Aleister Black wins there's so much possibilities when it comes to uh, challengers so I got Aleister Black winning this one finally yeah, I think, yeah, Alistair Black's just on a hot streak right now. I don't think he's ever um, lost. I'm pretty sure he hasn't lost a singles match. Not a singles match. He's lost, like, Fatal 4-Way, Take Team, yeah. and all that, but I don't think he's like, ever lost. Like, he ate the pin, too, so. Yeah, but, I don't, yeah, I think one-on-one, -on -one, he's been undefeated since um, he came in. came in into NXT. And, yeah, I think it's time for Andrade to move up. Um, yeah, he has a good mouthpiece with Selena Vega as his manager. Yeah. So it's fine for, because he can't uh, speak English well. Um, so he'd be a good heel. I could probably see him, maybe SmackDown would probably make sense. Yeah. For him to be in there. Yeah, he could, because uh, there's definitely a lot of face, or there's face that faces that he can challenge there. Yeah. Um and exciting matchups there, um yeah and we already and we saw him on or in the Royal Rumble the men's Royal Rumble match debut there, um so yeah I got Alistair Black because to get the uh, to become the new champion. Yeah okay that's it for our NXT Takeover New Orleans preview. So on to WWE WrestleMania thirty four. This card has so many matches, 13, and maybe more if there are the surprises. So before we start previewing, let's see, well, let's talk about how much surprises are going to be, um, or what do you think the surprises are? Well, uh, in storyline, Cena and Undertaker were proposed to have a match, but they didn't make it official. So what I see is uh, Undertaker as his American Badass gimmick coming out when, um, the fuck's this guy's name? Uh, uh, this thing is keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Well, uh, Limp Biscuits and that's all. Well, what's, who's, who sings Undertaker's team? Well, well, he's had many things, but Kid Rock sang one of his, um, one of one of his songs called American Badass. Really? Was that his first theme? It was it was his theme before rolling. Oh man, I don't yeah. even know that one. Well whatever. See I don't even recognize that song. So but still yeah. Since uh he's getting inducted to the Hall of Fame, I see uh Undertaker coming back as his American Badass gimmick to challenge Cena just at WrestleMania. How are they gonna do that though? Like, well, they're gonna have a what's segment, what's right? the what's the storyline with Cena? Like he's just gonna appear in the ring and start talking, and then Undertaker's gonna come out. Like they kind of like 
they had two chances to address it, would have which would have been Raw and today for SmackDown, and like nothing happened there. So the past, I'm what I'm guessing is every like for the past few years, there's been a host for WrestleMania, and Cena's gonna be the host for this year. They're gonna announce it within this week. So obviously he's gonna come out and say shit, and then Undertaker's gonna come out, and then they're just gonna have an impromptu match. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense, right? I don't know. It I'm not sold from that. So, what do you think? Nothing's gonna happen. I don't think it. I don't think nothing's gonna happen. Maybe I think he might be a peer. Like, I think my how I would picture it is like Cena. Cena in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I would see him just being a surprise, like just oh. and then Undertaker coming out, and then they could set up something for uh, whatever the next event is, pay per view. Uh, it was like Backlash or something. Yeah, I guess. That's 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 how I see it. Just because, if anything, I would have wanted uh, it to be set up on Raw when Cena was out there, yeah. but that never happened. So I could just see that kind of surprise happening at the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. For some reason, yeah, your your prediction I for some reason I can't I just can't see it but well you know, it's, it's because, WWE so I, I I wouldn't be surprised as well <laughs> well seeing Undertaker as his like badass gimmick is just like super surprising so like why would they show it on Raw you know what I mean I know they can do the the, the dong and just be like hey it's official but yeah I don't know that's my prediction you have yours and we'll see what happens there. Yeah. So, uh, first matchup is the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which is on the pre-show WrestleMania. So this card starts what, like a four or five Central time? Or? Four, four o'clock. Four Central. So it's like a six-hour, six or seven-hour event. So yeah, which is awesome. I love WrestleMania weekend. So for this uh, battle royal, um, I don't know. I have no idea who's going to win this match. Uh, I read rumors that Goldberg's going to come back and just win the the Battle Royal just to make it a little bit more prestigious, and he's a huge name. So um, I'm kind of into that rumor, and I see that happening. Can I, I'll, I'll just go with, like, I think realistically it would probably be between... Um, Matt Broken Matt Hardy, Brother Nero, who's Jeff Hardy, or Bray Wyatt coming back as like a Broken Bray or Woken Wyatt, I don't know, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. So I can see one of them three winning, and then they're just stand, they're just standing there, whoever the winner is as a, as a start of a stable, and then just running roughshod on in the Raw roster. Yeah, I can see that happening. That'd um, be cool, actually. Yeah, if not. Then I could just see uh, my prediction with Undertaker coming in, taking out Cena, and then just winning it as the American Badass. That's weird. I, I want to see a match between them, too, just not in the Battle Royal. Well, the, well my, with my prediction, it was just set up for the next pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe like, so. a, a, like a main event. Because that's like main event worthy, even without um, title implications. Yeah. But I don't want like... People, when they announce Undertaker, I don't like. I don't want to hear that. Hey, this is the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Trophy winner. Sounds so stupid. 
<laughs> well, it doesn't like it doesn't really like all the previous winners. It, like it didn't really bring them up anyways. Like it didn't give them any momentum into yeah, winning. But you know, like the first did. month they like hang around that trophy. So yeah, and then it's like forgotten. So yeah, well, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't see Taker ever getting that, but sure. Uh, next battle, next match we got also in the prelims. We got the women's battle royal. So this is the inaugural uh, WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. It's kind of not because there's been a Women's Battle Royal before. WrestleMania, was that 17? Something like that. But yeah. Was there? Yeah, there was. The Mae Young was in there. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I have no idea who's going to win this. If, if anything, it's going to be Sasha or Bailey. Because they they have a rivalry on their own, but then they're in this match, so one of them is gonna win. I kind of see Sasha. She's a little bit more important than Bailey. No offense, but I got Sasha winning this. Um, yeah, I could see like final four, including Sasha and Bailey. But honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if like uh, they probably give it to an up and comer. Like I could see them giving it to like Sonya Deville. Yeah, I think they're really high on her. Probably give it to her just to give Absolution some, like, street cred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the Raw roster or, like, women's division. Um, either her or, like, Ruby Riot in, uh, yeah, Riot Squad. Yeah. Just give them some, uh, give their stables some momentum. Just because right. it's kind of, when they first got in, it's they, they were kind of up there. And then it's kind of just gone south or just stale. So, yeah, I can see... Uh, I'll say, yeah, Sonny Deville would probably be my prediction. Yeah. Or And then Dark Horse would be, like, Ruby Riot. Okay, next match is the tournament, tournament final for the vacant WWE Cruiserweight Championship. So the story of this is that... Uh, what's his name? Enzo Mooring got popped for uh, alleged um, harassment of a lady... So he got both uh, stripped of the title and suspended by the WWE. So this allowed or uh, created a tournament for that Cruiserweight Championship. And the finals and this matchup is Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. So my prediction is Cedric Alexander. He's been the number one contender. He's actually won this one, his second tournament he won basically. Just a challenge for the Cruiserweight Championship. And he, he has Mike's skills and he's skilled in the rings. And I don't think Mustafa Ali is that uh, complete as a performer right now. So I see Cedric because he actually really deserves it since he's gone through a lot of uh, tournament wins. And he's finally getting a chance at the bell again. So i got Cedric Alexander. Yeah, I think she's a long time coming. Uh, Cedric deserves the belt. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're just gonna... It's kind of sucks. They kind of did the Cruiserweight uh, match dirty by putting in the uh, the pre prelim uh, card again. Second year in a row. Because last year's Cruiserweight turn, or, um, title match with... Um, Neville and Austin Aries was probably one of the 
best matches. Best matches of that card of WrestleMania. Yeah. So yeah, I would have liked to see them in the main card, but the, the, either way, they'll definitely put on uh, exciting match. Uh, but yeah, Alexander definitely deserves to finally get that belt. Okay, next match. This isn't really in order, but whatever. I'm reading it off the Wikipedia list. So we got a singles match for the WWE Universal Championship. We got championship bro- champion Brock Lesnar versus- with Paul Heyman versus Roman Reigns. So I think this is one of the most obvious um, outcomes for this card. Roman Reigns is going to win. Uh, they fought each other two years ago or whatever. And um, Seth Rollins cashed in to win that title from Lesnar and Reigns and uh, just a long time coming for Reigns to be Brock Lesnar and Brock is um, in real life in a no- is negotiating his contract with the WWE and also wanting to go to the UFC so we don't know what's happening there and I just see Roman I just see that getting away of uh, him retaining the belt and I think Roman Reigns is going to be a championship yet again which in my dismay because I'm not a huge fan, but yeah, I got Roman Reigns winning this. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Roman Reigns. I'm leaning towards Roman Reigns winning it, but you never know. I don't even like what's happening with Brock's contract negotiated. Like they say, it's up in WrestleMania, but you never know. Because in UFC, he still has to go through that drug test. That drug test. You saw the trial period, which is what like. Was it, is it a full year or is it like six months, nine months, something like that still? Because he did get popped from his last fight and then he got suspended. Yeah. Uh, so he still has to go that trial, trial period just to get back to the UFC. Um, the only way I'd see Lesnar um, retaining it is if he does re-sign with, the, with WWE and then they put him... They put a matchup with him and Bobby Lashley, who's rumored to come back. Rumored to come back to WWE from TNA. Um, but yeah, right now, like my gut feeling, it's probably like 80-20 <laughs> that uh, Reigns is gonna um, become the new champion, yeah. Universal Champion. All right. So next matchup is for the is for the WWE Championship. Got champion AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I say I see Shinsuke Nakamura winning this one. I feel AJ Styles, while he's the face of SmackDown Live, I think Vince McMahon wants him on Raw just because he's a huge name, and he's kind of reliable to perform um, against anybody basically. And yeah, I just see him moving to Raw after Mania. And I think Nakamura's headline, just to headline SmackDown, just to um, see what it can do on top. And there's a lot, when there's a shakeup in the roster between SmackDown and Raw, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of challenges for Nakamura for that. So I just see Nakamura winning. And he won the Royal Rumble, so they don't want to give another, they don't want to give a Royal Rumble winner a loss again. And uh, yeah, just to see, just to show that. Rumble winners are uh, important um, figures 
that should be champions. So, yeah, got Nakamura on this. Yeah, yeah I think it's going to be... I think everyone's projecting it as being the match of the night. Hopefully it does live up to that. Yeah. Um, they have fought in New Japan before, so... Which was a really... It was a great match. Yeah. Nakamura won that one. So hopefully they can re- replicate it or make it better. Yeah. Potentially. It depends how, how much... How long they're going to give them for that match. If they can give them between, like, 20 to 30 minutes, I think it could, could potentially be a near or even a five-star match. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I have Nakamura winning it just because I don't think I think AJ's AJ with or without the belt, he's, he's still AJ Styles. Yeah, he's he has legendary status already in the WWE. Yeah, and he's kind of like a workhorse, kind of like an Iron Man kind of thing. Like he fights in every event, yeah. live event, um, TV, pay per views, um, and yeah, his styles just. He could he could adjust to any kind of style like big, or big man style like athletic technic technician like he just and like he can and produces great matches with whatever style yeah like um, he has with them. Brock Lesnar had one of his best matches with AJ Styles recently so it shows you how much respect Brock and AJ Styles have like with each other so. Yeah, so yeah, Nakamura, new Nakamura. WWE champion. champion. So next match is a triple threat match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. We've got the champion, The Miz, versus Seth Rollins, versus Finn Balor. Um, I, just because Miz has a baby, like he just had it, had a baby like um, recently, I think they're going to give him time off just for that. And I think Finn Balor is going to win. Just to give the Balor Club with uh, Gallus and Anderson um, a belt to show that they're important and they have uh, um, stakes in the company, I guess. Uh, yes, just to give uh, Finn Balor another um, title in his mantle. And to keep him away from the... I guess they want him away from the world title, too. So by giving him the Intercontinental Championship, just gives him something to hold on to. I think if he doesn't win the IC title, I think eventually they're probably just going to um, get get him some uh, rivalries, like a storyline, so someone to feud with. And then I think later towards the year, he's going to fight for the title Yeah, and possibly win it. Um, yeah, once Brock doesn't have the belt, yeah, there's more, uh, there's more opportunities for the small guys, yeah, to uh, have chances of being a champion. And yeah, because he can feud with like this possibly like he can feud with uh, like Reigns, he can feud with Samoa Joe. Yeah, as when a face. comes back. Yeah, oh, I yeah. So I if he does, I hope he comes out with his demon persona. Really? Because then yeah. If if that comes out, he'll definitely win the belt for sure. Um, I was gonna say Rollins just because they they like emphasizing this Grand Slam championship thing that is eluding him, Rollins right now, which is the IC title. But then he did get that win against he did get the upper hand against Finn Balor last night. Yeah. So usually in the case of WWE, the storyline usually 
if someone gets an upper hand in the go home show before a uh, pay per view or yeah. whatever, then they usually don't end up winning. They usually lose. So that's why I'd give it to Balor. But I think extra points is if I see him with a, in a demon because yeah. this will be his first WrestleMania because he was injured last year. Yeah. So it would make sense for him to go all out and bring out the demon persona. Yeah. So yeah, Finn Balor for both of us. So next matchup is a fatal four way match for the United States Championship on SmackDown. Champion Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal versus Rusev. I just see Randy Orton uh, holding on to this. Um, uh, I don't see Bobby Roode getting it back. Jinder Mahal and Rusev. If anything, if R- there's another person who's going to win, is Bobby Roode. But then he's going to be a, he- a full-on heel, which he should be already. But he hasn't been thus far. Um, and Randy Orton's a big name, so they want big names holding title belts too. So, yeah, I see Randy Orton retaining, or Bobby Roode, but Orton for for me. Yeah, I don't see anyone else uh, taking the title from him. Um, Roode's is really over with the crowd. Yeah, but I I don't see him. I don't think he needs another. United States Championship, like I think that's gonna be his like fourth reign as a U.S. champion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't see anyone, cause like after this, like he doesn't really have much, or other superstars in the mid card, seem to feud with. So I think that uh, when if if when if he wins, at WrestleMania, like retains the title, I think they have to do that superstar shakeup, bring some main card guys or um, yeah. Bring some mid card guys from Raw to SmackDown for Randy to feud with, just because I think he's fought everyone in that mid card to um, mid card to main main event scene, unless like he ends up fighting like uh, uh, Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn, and they ended up winning the belt, but yeah. I I don't see any I don't see anyone other than Randy Orton um, winning the belt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, singles match for the WB Raw Women's Championship. You have champion champion Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Uh, just I see Nia Jax winning this one. Um, one that she's bigger and it's like way bigger actually, and that uh. The storyline is that she's getting bullied by Alexa Bliss and uh, Mickey James. And it just doesn't make sense for the bully to conquer. The one being bullied, especially now. Um, and yeah, Nia Jax is just physically bigger. And I just don't see Alexa Bliss uh, needing the belt, actually. She's already held the SmackDown and Raw Women's Championship. So... I don't know what they're going to do with her after this, but then, yeah, with Nia Jax winning, it creates a lot of potential for that division. So I got Nia Jax for this. Yeah, same. I have Nia Jax winning it. Um, yeah, like, I think Alexa Bliss already done everything in that women's division. Yeah. Just on the main roster itself, like Raw and SmackDown. Like, she's won both titles. She probably, the, she's probably arguably, like, the best performer there in terms of wrestling and mic skill 
Like I guess I would say her and Charlotte are probably one and two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she doesn't really need the belt. She could always get the rematch. Or yeah, if she loses it, she always has that rematch clause, and then she could feud with other girls or yeah, let other people um, fight for the title. But yeah, I just in terms of story right now, because she's had the upper hand for like the past couple weeks. I see nine. I just see nine Jacks winning it. Yeah. Uh, next match is for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. We got champion champion Charlotte Flair versus Royal Rumble Women's winner Oscar. Uh, I just see Oscar winning. She has an undefeated streak, and Charlotte again, just like Alexa Bliss, she's really she accomplished everything in that women's division. And I just see Oscar keeping a winning streak, and um, just establish, establishing that she is like the best women women's wrestler in WWE, and giving a, a international face as a champion. So yeah, I got Oscar winning. The only thing I'm like worried about is like Oscar winning the belt, like from Sh- or what, beating Charlotte for the belt is like. Like, who's going to beat her then? Like, Charlotte's... Her and Alexa Bliss are, like, the best uh, res- women's wrestlers they have there other than Asuka uh, in the main roster. Uh, like, who else is who are the, who else are they going to get well, to, like, even be a potential threat to Asuka's reign or undefeated streak? So what I see happening again, otherwise, like, alternate to what I thought what I just said earlier is that Carmella has the money in the bank. So what she does is Oscar wins, but then she cashes in and wins She's against gonna be Oscar. She that's how they're gonna end the streak end and the streak it establishes likes. that Carmella is a major heel for doing that. And Oscar's gonna is bound to lose a match anyway. So I know. I'm, yeah, I was just kind of thinking like, man, I. I'd, I'd rather see her lose to Charlotte than uh, than Carmella, but yeah, I guess it makes sense with that money in the bank because she is almost coming to one year of one year. Holding, holding that briefcase. I can see another scenario where, uh, which I definitely don't like, is um, Ronda Rousey <laughs> eventually fighting for the, that title and beating being Oscar's beating first Oscar. first yeah. loss. Yeah, yeah. Which I hate to think about, but that could be a possibility of what they're trying to do. Yeah, Ronda's just like, of course, she's going to win the belt eventually because she's a huge name. Yeah, huge star. Brings yeah. in the business. Yeah. And yeah, like, when, like even though this storyline with Asuka's win streak is a thing, I mean, wrestling win streaks really don't matter, to be honest. So it's bound to end soon. Yeah, it didn't matter ever since uh, Undertaker lost it. <laughs> or when Goldberg lost <laughs> in uh, WCW. Oh, well, that was just like... That was stupid. That was like the beginning of the end of WCW, so... I don't know. I think it was ending before that, but sure. But yeah, uh, I guess Oscar. but then there's a du- different scenarios that could see happening. So next match is a tag team match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. We got Cesaro and Sheamus champions against Braun Strowman and TBD. 
So Braun Strowman has this uh, tag team match because he had eliminated uh, in a battle royal with all these tag teams. He eliminated everybody basically, but then he still doesn't have a tag team partner. So the mystery is who is going to take be his teammate and um, if he's going to win. Um, I, I think, I don't know, endless possibilities for this. Um, even though Elias said that he's not going to be a partner, I just see that makes sense. Just out of storyline that he would be. I think he's, but he's doing a performance though. Yeah, well, you can't afford, uh, appear twice. No, that's that's too much for WrestleMania. You don't need to do a one and done, man. Well, I know Kendall's scenario, which is kind of lame, but yeah, let's hear you, Ken. Wait, what's my scenario? Big Kaz. No, I, I, I actually changed mine now. Okay, whatever. So my new scenario is Big Show, oh, just because he signed a new contract. So that would actually make sense, because they're both big big guys. Big Show's a face, Ron just turned a face just yeah. started turning face with the, the crowd with the crowd with the uh, WWE Universe and uh, the bar Sheamus and Cesaro are heels so it just makes sense to have another guy that's the same size as him just dominate yeah dominate them so yeah I think my yeah uh, my front runner is Big Show and then if not then Samoa Joe but yeah, yeah. I've already read that he's already He's gonna appear. He's not gonna appear at WrestleMania. Appear afterwards or after the night after WrestleMania. Yeah. Or afterwards. So, yeah, I'll say Big Show. But you think they're gonna win the belts then? Yes. Yeah, I see Braun Strowman. No, actually, I don't see Braun Strowman. I don't want them. I don't want him as tag team champion. Just... They're gonna win, and then AOP is gonna be their rival. Really? Yeah. Straw Strowman and whoever. And Big Show. And then AOP is gonna be, become their come is gonna come into the main roster nine after WrestleMania and then yeah and be their rival be their feud for the next month or two. Uh, I just don't like Strowman being a a tag team champion. And he's already they don't know what to do with him. Like he's lost to Lesnar like five times. Yeah, <laughs> in a t- in like tighter title matches title matches so and they're not gonna give him i thought they were gonna he's gonna be in the ic picture but that didn't happen so yeah yeah all right so i got cesaro and sheamus winning by the way just because i don't like Strowman having. i got Strowman and whoever his partner winning hopefully it's big show hopefully i'm right uh that's yeah. lame but i don't want that happen. uh anyway so next match we got triple threat tag team match for the wwe smackdown tag team championship we got the champions, the Usos versus the New Day, versus the Bludgeon Brothers. I have the Bludgeon Brothers winning just because they he they have no rivalry with any of those teams. So once they win, they'll have um, a storyline with that particular team uh, for a while, and then move on to the next team. So it creates a few months of uh, storyline for the tag team championship. So, yeah, I got the Bludgeon Brothers. Plus, they're undefeated, and they're huge, so... Yeah, I think it's just a long time coming. Like, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan probably should have won the tag team titles a while long back when they were in... Ago. When uh, they were in the Wyatt family, and they were one of the hottest stables. Yeah. Uh, like, two or three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
yeah, they were supposed to succeed the Shield and kind of be that dominant stable, but for some reason, WWE just kind of dropped the ball with that. Definitely dropped the ball. Um. So yeah, Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, they're undefeated, and they've had the New Day and Usos number for a number of weeks now. So yeah, I see them um, becoming the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. So next match is a mixed tag team between Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. So I think this is pretty obvious. Uh, Kurt Angle and Ronda are going to win just to show that Ronda is a winner again. I mean, she's lost basically, what, two in a row? Two real matches in the UFC. And in the WWE, I don't see her winning, losing a third time. And, I mean, Triple H and Steph, uh, they don't need a win anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much just the showcase. Yeah. Ronda Rousey. I think every, everything was set up from, like, Survivor Series with Triple H. Um, punching Kurt Angle. And, uh, to, all the way to the signing of Ronda Rousey from... I guess it was Fastlane or Roy Rumble her yeah. appearing and then Fastlane signing the contract so I think that just to showcase her and kind of make put her in the like contender spot for like the women's division or yeah kind of build her up towards getting that title someday but yeah it's critting old Rousey winning that match alright so uh, the final match which I actually think might be the main event, just because of who's in it. Uh, the last match? Yeah. Oh, definitely not, but... You say definitely not? Yeah. Okay, well, let's announce it. So, take team match. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So, this is a long-time storyline, basically. And it's kind of like... It's kind of the one of the best storylines they've had going for basically a year. So we got the returning Daniel Bryan. He's coming off, uh, what, a year or two year layoff? Uh, two years? Yeah. Close to two years? Because he's, he ended it, he retired due to concussion, due to concussions. And he recently got, um, he passed medical, his medical conditions to return to the, to wrestle. And, uh, They've been building off this storyline for basically a year with uh, Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. And um, this is kind of why I think their own main event is because how special a return match for Daniel Bryan is and the amount of time they spent on this particular storyline. Um, so yeah, if, if uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win, they are rehired to SmackDown even though... They've been on basically every episode since they got storyline fired. Yeah, I just see Daniel. It's either as uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon win, or one of them turn on each other and make Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win to get rehired. And I'm leaning towards uh, Shane McMahon um, turning on Daniel Bryan. Uh, just so he could, they could establish a matchup between those two. And I don't, I mean, Shane McMahon got beat up by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, which doesn't really make sense that he would help them out. 
but then I don't see Daniel Bryan turning either. So, which is whichever the best scenario for that, it's just probably Shane McMahon turning rather than Daniel Bryan turning a heel. So there you go. Yeah, the reason I don't see it as the main event is because I think, uh, I think they're just just high on Lesnar and Reigns. That's their top guys. They're just gonna roll with that. That's what the that's what's gonna draw draw them money, and that's their poster, their main <laughs> main two on the their WrestleMania poster, or to sell sell the card. So that's and I think Reigns has been headlined what the past three years already. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think it's gonna change now. Um, I can see. With that, with this tag team matchup, I can see it either being the opening match of WrestleMania, just to build the crowd up, because Daniel Bryan's he's definitely gonna get that pop regardless of like what position he is in the card. But I can see it just being the the opener, just to set the mood for the rest of the night, or even being the second last match to um, uh, to Reigns and uh, Lesnar. But yeah. In terms of who's gonna win it, I'm pretty. Sh- I think Owens and Zayn are gonna win it. They're probably gonna do something shady, do some like dirty tactics to win that match. Um, Cause yeah, if they don't win, they're they're not gonna be rehired, right? So yeah, unless they have some loophole where they go back to Raw again, <laughs> which doesn't make sense. So yeah, that's why I see Owens and Zayn winning the match. Just based on that stipulation. But yeah, um, that's the end of our. Oh, what other surprises? Uh, the rumors is like The Rock's coming back. Um, just to show face. Yeah, apparently there's like betting odds on that <laughs> for WrestleMania that, and it's kind of increasing. Like, he's like there's like a he's like a high, high, highly likely to. Uh, appear yeah and it's good for marketing rampage too is next movie as skyscraper so yeah because rampage comes out next the the week after the week after so it makes sense and yeah they're kind of saying it's uh it's probably gonna interrupt um elias's performance live performance and kind of have a prompt impromptu match against elias or just uh go in the ring and beat him up and rock bottom him and then get huge crowd reaction oh unless he like ends up being in the battle royal and winning that like i don't know this <laughs> this battle royal is just like like anyone can win it like i can't even like you just pick anyone because you just don't know there's so much uncertainty with the battle royal like both of them both men's and women so yeah that's one of the surprise uh do you think Conor McGregor is going to be in it? There's rumors about him showing up at WrestleMania. Yeah, probably. If anything, he's going to get involved in the Rousey and ankle match. Just to show face. And it's, it's a newsworthy thing, right? Because he hasn't even uh, been at UFC in a bit. Yeah. So, um, him showing up at WrestleMania. I mean, WWE would do it. Just to have headlines that Conor McGregor did something at their event. Yeah. So uh, I, I like those. Rumors. I can also see them just doing that. You know how they do with the, the NXT new faces. Yeah. I could just see them just panning to him, ringside, 
and then just getting this huge, uh, huge applause, huge crowd reaction. You're yeah. saying, oh, it's uh, UFC, two-time UFC, or yeah, two, two-time two UFC champ, Conor McGregor, and then everyone would just be shocked and just like going nuts. I could see that happening. Um, possibly you could be involved in the angle, Rousey. Yeah, match, but yeah. All right. Any more thoughts on the events that we? No, it should be a good weekend. So yeah, um, UFC two twenty three is on Saturday. Saturday. Uh, same, same with Takeover. Same as Takeover. Wait, Takeover is on Friday, dog. No, it's on Saturday. So when's the uh, Hall of Fame? Friday. Friday. Yes. Oh, they changed it up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess uh, yeah, NXT and UFC on Saturday. So we're gonna find ways to watch both. Yeah. Double. Probably split screen that shit. And uh, WrestleMania is on Sunday, six or seven hour event, and maybe we'll do a podcast on uh, reviewing those that weekend. Maybe not. It's a long time. But well, yeah. we could do it on like next week's episode, just briefly talk about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, that's everything for our episode today. Our previews. So I'm gonna plug a few things. Uh, basically, my social media. I got Instagram, keeping up with the car, Snapchat, Carter Trey, Facebook, Carginto, and if you want to listen to our other podcasts, uh, episodes, which think well, we got over 200 downloads. I think we're riding around two eighteen, two nineteen right now. Um, yeah, thank you guys for uh, listening and tell your friends about. Uh, our podcasts we basically discuss everything all the shit we like even like news and political well not really political stuff but then yeah we discuss everything's going on in the world um for that week at least and we uh interview um basically our friends and uh um like uh kind of popular people and we wish to um, interview uh, more people about their various journeys and businesses and uh, practices that they do so yeah um, you can listen to that on iTunes YouTube, CastBox Google Play and Spotify and if you're favorite on your favorite uh, podcast app you can just type in RSS, RSS feed RSS feed at gintobros.podbean.com and yeah, Kendall's still private, so I guess you can try adding him if he wants. He lets you, but yeah, anything else, Ken? Uh, no, that's that's everything. But yeah, thanks for everyone for supporting, listening to our podcasts. Um, yeah, I think we're just, um, I guess we're just kind of trying to get better, trying to diversify our topics. Yeah. Well, this is our first uh, actual wrestling and UFC yeah. podcast. It's because, yeah, we're definitely, like, huge fans um, of MMA and wrestling. Like, we watch wrestling on a weekly basis, and we try to catch most, or if not all, the UFC events and yeah. pay-per-views. So, yeah, we're really, like, yeah, like, fanatics of them. So that's why we wanted to do this special uh weekday episode of it and because yeah. it's 
UFC and WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, it's a big weekend for uh, everything, for wrestle for wrestling and UFC. So it's, it only makes sense for us to do an episode about that because it's such a huge weekend for them again. So yeah, thanks for that. And uh, yeah, this is the Ginto Bros podcast. Peace.